G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up, I hit it in those three old divots. Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist Dr. Sean Joyce, Welcome to Pivot the Path. G'day golfers and good morning. SJ, how are you, good sir? Good morning. I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to a little bit of warm weather coming this week. Yes, we are coming to you from a pretty balmy 30-odd, but Friday, Saturday, it's going to be 50s. Yeah, strap up, grab so your bag. get bugger lugs here to go play golf Friday morning, but you can't, and mm. I... Uh, I might be playing with a couple of our members, Grego and Brian. Where are you going to go, Scotty? Uh, we're going to try and hit up on uh, New Jersey. There's a couple of private golf clubs that have gone semi-public private. And so uh, we might duck out there. We, we're we up, for those who don't know, we live out of the city up north. And there's not a lot of golf courses even open, which is... Interesting. We've talked about it a little bit. Don't have to beat it to death, but... It is frustrating to me that golf courses close because it's yeah. 50 and we can't play golf. Yeah. So I don't know. We're going to see. Uh, and what have we had? News from the fairways this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a big <laughs> week in the golf A industry. lot continues to go on in lot, the world of golf. A lot continues. So yeah. congrats to Mr. Clark, Wyndham Clark. Yeah, Wyndham Clark won the... Uh, Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach, which just turned into a live event. 54 yeah, yeah, holes 54 and holes, done. rain delayed. So shout out to all the LA and... and California residents, we hope you're all safe. You're getting absolutely yeah, belted with proper storm. storms. Uh, but he walks away with cool little four mil. Yeah. And shoots 60 in the process. 60 on the third day. And, and I wanted to see so badly if the fourth round would have been playable. People hitting, you know, on the seventh hole over the ocean with yeah. that crazy wind. Little and, five irons. You know, yeah. 190, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, that would have been awesome to see, but the rest of the round would have been would have been tough. Yes, yeah, so that was a bit of a shame. I, I, again, I think the course was set up way too easy. I don't want to watch mm -hmm. some, you know, guys having twenty unders, but th there it is. And uh, the uh, DP Tour. So yeah, Dylan Fatelli wins the DP Tour. He's a bit of a journeyman. He's yeah. kind of won. I think he won the John Deere. He's won. Yeah, I kind of hear about him and yeah. a little bit less. He's up and down. That course in Bahrain with the desert and the cliffs. That, yeah, that looks unreal. Superb. Yeah, I've never been. Have you played golf in that part of the world? I've never. I've actually never been to that yeah, world. One of the, the few places you haven't played yeah, golf, Scotty. The, the boss has been to all throughout the Middle East with her old work, and uh, I've never been. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go. I know I've seen a couple of night golf setups over there, and I know Korea has a bunch of that too, yeah. which I think looks amazing. I wish we had more of that in the U.S. So, isn't this interesting? I pitched. Uh, I pitched when I first came off tour. Rosie and I sat down and said, well, "What are you going to do?" I went and pitched my business model to a chap who out in the middle of Long Island. Yeah. Unfortunately, now the golf course has been redeveloped to houses, but oh, he had shame. 18 holes 
Mr. Mendich, um, and he had a nine-hole lit uh, par three. That's amazing. It was in Shirley, New York, and it was called Shirley Links. And I saw the vision for this place, and unfortunately, Mel sold it about uh, five or six years ago. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's in the part of Long Island that's probably not economically thriving. Okay. Um, and it's at least what two hours from us, even at five a.m. in the morning. Okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little a diamond way. in the rough. But, but the golf course was killer, and the path. I said, Mel, the par three here is what I. That's fascinating to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. If it's lit up, you could play there all night long. And so oh, it man. was, and unfortunately, it didn't take off. But I thought the golf links at Shirley was awesome. It's now houses. So ah, that's a shame. It's a great shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and then the LPGA, we didn't have an event. So that they're mm. playing this week. Yep. Um, and then live. Welcome back. Yeah. Liv. Mr. 59, Joaquin Neiman went low. Mr. 59, which kind of takes us to where we're going to talk about today, but 59 on any golf course. That that's is insane. incredible. Yeah. Uh, that's fun to watch. He's uh, he's he gets it done, Mister Neiman, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got a. Again, we were talking a couple of weeks back about Will Zalatoris, and with all that flexibility that he's got, it reminds me a little bit of that, but yeah. maybe even more so. I mean, get to his head is band. like, yeah, he's got a big banana curve going through yeah. his spine there, but crazy flexibility. Um, he's fun to watch. Yeah, so he just lit it up, and and I just, I just, and where we're kind of pivoting today was to 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 back it up and talk a little macro about golf and and we're excited things like our tour aim came in so mm -hmm. thanks noah and, and and your bride there they they just uh sent us that we've got some really good stuff coming from the show all basic process driven um products yeah and i think process like neiman's process he's had 59 which if you actually just take a step back and think about that yeah that's insane Absolutely nuts. Absolutely. And, and obviously, and, and Wyndham shooting 60, those those two scores, and this is kind of where where we went with this podcast. And unfortunately, we're a little fractured in our golf industry right now, and I think it's highlighted by exactly what happened last week. So yeah. Neiman shoots 59, uh, Clark shoots 60, and yet all the guys on Live don't currently get world ranking points. Yeah, for none of those events. So we've got, and I've just listed them here. We've got Ram, Johnston, Cam Smith, Pat Reed, DeChambeau, Ansa, Matty Wolf. We've got um, Kepka. None of those guys, in theory, will play any majors unless they're already exempt. Yeah. So here's a kid, Wakem Neiman, who shoots 59. Mm -hmm. In theory, he won't be playing in any of the majors. And I just did a bit of homework. He came. Sixth in the PGA, fourth in the US Open, fourth in the okay. British Open, and fourth in the Masters last year. Yet, in theory, because he's playing on live, he won't get a start in any yeah. of the majors. It's now. no world golf ranking no. points for those events. And yeah. So he can't get in, which is a shame because as someone who loves to watch golf, especially the majors, you want all the best players in the same spot at the same time. And, and see them Duking go at it, it, you know? Absolutely. But, um, and it's interesting just with the points. So Brooks Kepka is exempt to a whole bunch of majors. So he's one of, I think, the highest ranking live golfer um, Ram, in world no, golf John rankings. Ram? Oh, sorry, John Rahm. John yeah, because he just Brett left. Bruce Kepka, about yeah. the same. And then um, Tyrrell Hatton, too, which I think is kind of because John Rahm is so big and left. Um, Tyrrell Hatton went, is going to go join John yep. Rahm's team. He's 15 in the world right now. Yeah. 
and just got poached as well. So, but then of course, I mean, their their world golf ranking is just going to plummet. So this is what Sean and I wanted to to dive into today and just explain where golf currently sits. Obviously, the season's about to start. Mm-hmm. And for most golfers, at the end of the day, you and I golf lovers, right? As yeah. soon as it gets above 40 degrees, SJ and I, all right, right, let's go play Thinking golf. golf, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, and we just wanted to bring it back to a macro level of where do we currently sit. So obviously huge news this week. Strategic Sports Group, uh, SSG, yeah. has basically signed a deal, which we're not entirely sure what that deal looks yeah, like. Yeah, not a ton of details Not a lot of yet. info. It basically suggests that they're going to pump into the industry and the, and the PGA Tour specifically about $3 billion yeah. over a certain period of time, and we're not sure what that looks like. And yeah. so us as golf lovers, our job at Swing is to you know provide feedback to golfers so that they can own their swing. I mean, we believe in the mission statement, and I think this is where the mission statement of SSG and the PGA Tour I kind of question a little bit. So the the SSG's mission statement is uh, to enhance the game of golf across the world. And what we'd like to talk to today is, well, that's a little bit counterintuitive to what you're doing with golf. So we'd love to justify that. So we've got three fractions in in the US men's golf. Mm -hmm. We've got PGA Tour, Live, and we've got the DP World Tour. Mm -hmm. Now, for most people who don't realize, unfortunately, world ranking points allows a golfer to gain access to the majors. Yeah. And so without world ranking points, that golfer doesn't have access to even peg it up in the major. Mm-hmm. So in the Liv's point of view, we've got guys like Patrick Reed, who's exempt into the Masters, Dustin, who's exempt into the Masters. So yeah. all these guys who have won majors are exempt into that major, mm-hmm. mostly for life. Sometimes it's for 10 years. Yeah. But take 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 in point Wacken Newman, which is why we're talking about it. He won the Australian Open last year, mm-hmm. which gained him access. Australian Open, actually, ironically, is one of the oldest professional tournaments in the world, which is kind of cool. And he won the Aussie Open, so that gave him access into the majors this coming year. Mm-hmm. But without and and he he won nothing, like relative to the US, I think yeah. he won six hundred grand, seven hundred yeah. grand. But that entry, but that entry is value, yeah, is value, and it's probably I could argue based on his history, it's more valuable that he won the Aussie Open than winning however many millions. Of, how much did he win at the Live event? I'm not sure. Like four, uh, five what million? that equates to, probably. So he he. He, he arguably wins more capital winning the live event, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get world ranking points. And at this point in time, for most professional golfers in the top 100 on any tour, it's about what tournaments you can play to get to the majors. Yeah. They, they, these guys have got so much money. Yeah. Right. They want to get into the majors and they want to get to into win the majors. The big one. Yeah. And so we took a, took a step back and said, like, SSG has just pumped in three billion, or or will pump in three billion mm-hmm. over a period of time. We're not sure what time it is. From a golf lover and in the industry, I'd love there to be a little more knowledge about what they intend. Now they're they're a, a private company. They're a non for profit. The PGA Tour, mm-hmm. which means they're not paying a lot of taxes, which yep. is interesting that they need all this money all of a sudden. I'm yeah, like, what yeah. Have you you kind of wonder what the the plan is for yeah, that money. What's so it going to do? It's interesting. And we bring it back to a very simple tone of 
if your goal is to enhance the game of golf around the world, and and I love the diversification, the the TGL, which we thought was Tiger's Golf League, it's yeah. actually not. No, well, tomorrow's golf league. It's tomorrow's golf league, but I think it could be Tiger's Golf yeah. League. I just assumed before he is moving figuring out what it meant. So tomorrow's golf league is opening up a whole new spectrum and engagement and and expanding on the touch points in the golf customer, which we love. Mm-hmm. But the TGL is basically run by about four or five guys and girls. Mm-hmm. SSG is literally run by Fenway Sports and, and the Boston organization. There's mm-hmm. there's Steve Cohen and his brother, and there's Arthur Arthur Blank, who's obviously a, a brilliant man. Mm-hmm. But there's about on that on that uh, SSG, there's five or six entities that are from Fenway. So it's a bit of a monopoly. Yeah. And my concern is that the monopoly gets tighter and now there's more money in the pot. We've got a smaller group of people making decisions. What I would love to see is that the players own and run the PGA Tour because without the players, you don't have a PGA Tour. Yeah. But yet this appears to have gone the opposite direction and now has got five or six players coming in, all of whom they own Premier Division Soccer, they own NHL teams. And some of the um, the TGL um, city-based locations too. And and the city-based. So now yeah. we've got a bigger monopoly from yeah. a smaller group of people controlling golf who aren't golf pros. Yeah. And I just think that's – anyway, Yeah, that's a little bit frustrating. But we, we bring it back to we want the game of golf. I want to turn on the Masters and I want the top, you know, 85 guys. I think it's at the Masters, 75 players. Obviously, the Masters is a smaller field than all yeah. the Opens and the PGA. You want everybody there. You want everyone there. Absolutely. I want to see Terrell Hutton spitting it because he's just gone <laughs> eagle, eagle, bogey, bogey. Yeah. You know, I want um, Wacom Neiman, who's just shot 59, to shoot 59 at Augusta. Like, yeah. And unfortunately, the Monopoly is controlling world ranking points and the Monopoly then doesn't allow the live guys to play. So I think the sooner live get world ranking points yeah the better it is for everyone. and you have to wonder i mean there is now which we haven't even touched on today this impending merger going on with live and pga yeah um you know what is that going to look like will that bring in the world golf you know ranking points to the live players who knows but there's going to be some interesting things going on it's going to be an absolutely certainly an interesting interesting idea because we're not sure how Live Golf merge with Tour and Tour merge with DP. I mean, the sooner we get a world tour, which shout out to to Greg Norman. What Greg's trying to do is create a world golf tour. He's been trying to do it since the 80s. He just hasn't had the money to compete with PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. And so the Saudi investment has just allowed him to create a, a, a platform where he's tried to get a world tour. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of the whole teams thing. I think it's a little boring. Yeah. But the actual event is cool. It's hip. It's live. Mm. It's got some energy. So we were in here on Sunday. We were slammed. I was teaching all day and we had people everywhere. And we were switching between the Pro Bowl, which is Eli oh, yeah. and Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. And the rerun of Saturday's event. Uh-huh. Now, take nothing away from Wyndham. 60's an insane round of golf. Yeah. But as a customer, it was so boring. I mean, it was so boring. And then I flicked to Peyton and Eli who were just, that was so entertaining. So again, getting it back to high and tight, I just hope that they take a step back and look at Liv and say, look, you can love the format. You can not like the 54 holes, but it's exciting. Like it's, 
it's kind of cool to be there live. It's fresh. It's invigorating. Yeah, I'd love to go to an event. They play music, walk yeah. out music. I mean, it's a bit of theater, which sometimes golf can get a bit stale. It's a little stale. And like so that. it's nice to see something new coming in. But um, they just miss so much of the legacy of the tournaments, you know, and the courses, you know. And so I think for them out playing these these random events here and there, there's less to buy into in that regard. Yeah, totally. And who won it last year and this and that. Like, I, I don't know who's following I, I it that closely. I think we are... And this is just my personal opinion. I think we're still reeling from not having Tiger and we haven't moved on. And so with all this money, this three billion coming, I just hope they don't keep golf conservative because mm -hmm. one thing that Liv has shown us is that people want new and refreshing. Yeah. I think the TGL appears to be refreshing. It, it, it's a spark. I don't know what yeah. they've got planned, but again, as a customer, I watched that third round and it was a snooze fest. It was so boring. Yeah. And I know that the LPGA is speaking to people behind the curtain. That, that, that misses a little spark. We, mm -hmm. we, we miss Tiger. I mean, yeah. he's, he's up and down and he's, he's brilliant. And we need to find brilliance in yeah. the commentary and the, and the um, broadcast because it's, it's a little stale in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, and I think especially for, in, you know, thinking of enhancing the game around the world and really like preaching to the younger crowd and getting them excited about golf, you know, Tiger did that with yeah, young golfers coming totally. up. You know, he was an inspiration to people. I think now there's there's not that kind of one figure who quite does that, so they need to find it in other ways. Yeah, my, um, my concern with the whole SSG is that it's SSG and their monopoly is becoming bigger than the game and no one should ever become bigger than the game. The yeah. golf, this, this game is just the most amazing game that's ever been created. And it's bigger than SSG. It's bigger than TGL. We love that they're expanding their touch points and they're yeah. speaking to different customers. I mean, we must have 50% of our customers here are COVID golfers, never played golf for Yeah, years handful ago. last couple of years yeah. started up and yeah. So it's, it's, it golf is changing, but one thing that I would love the, the SSG and the PGA Tour to do, and this is going to be quite potentially confronting, why is NFL so good? Is because it's a controlled calendar and it's reduced. We only have 17 games yeah, or thereabouts. That's it. PGA Tour in the last five years is now 12 months of the year. Yeah. And there's not really that off season no where off -season. you sit there and think, man, I can't wait till golf's back. Bingo. It's like, oh, well, it's still kind of going on, but. It's not that exciting yet. Yeah, and that's that's where I think they've fallen in. I think they've become a little greedy, whether it's revenue-based, capital-based, or just we've got so many golfers. Sean, who's exempt, for example, who's 50th in the world, he wants to have December and January off, yeah. so he's not going to play the PGA Tour events. And remember, events like Justin Timberlake's event, they don't have uh, – um, FedEx Cup points. Mm -hmm. So there's some PGA Tour events that don't give you points towards the FedEx Cup. Yeah. And traditionally, they never existed. So I, I hope that with in, an injection of money, they take a step back and go, why is the NFL so good? Well, mm -hmm. in my opinion, it's so good because it's a controlled substance. Yeah. We say, we give you a controlled 17 um, events. It's, what is it, five months? Mm -hmm. And then we take it away from you. Yeah. And if we saturate the market with play, 
people get bored. And I think golf's in that spot where it's a little saturated. Yeah, it's spread a little too thin, maybe. So it's spread a little the too schedule. thin. But we've got a big baseball influence here from SSG. Yeah, you know? totally. So curious how that will work in. One would argue we've got a monopoly of baseball. With <laughs> yeah. I think we've got five individuals from Fenway, which I don't know anything about baseball and Fenway, but I'd like to see a little more diversification with their fingers in the pies of PGA yeah. Tour. But what we like to do here is we empower people. Let's let's get them to own their swing so that when you go out and you see Newman shoot 59, you see yeah. Wyndham Clark shoot 60, know that our whole business model is to give them the skills to go birdie, birdie, birdie. Yeah. And just have some understanding. So, you know, I think for me, a big thing I picked up on as we continue working with people and even when I'm out on courses, like I feel a semblance of control and what I'm doing and an understanding of like, okay, I'm out here, swing isn't feeling great, but like I, I kind of know, okay, I have a couple of action points. I know my tendencies and I can start to adjust and make some changes. So maybe, you know, the back nine, I, I start enjoying it yeah, a little yeah, bit more yeah, totally. instead of this, just, you know, you pull a thread and the whole thing unravels. It's so good. You know, what you've brought to our business, um, we're getting more and more people to walk in and just sit down and do their breathing and work on relaxing their tone and getting their pelvis neutral. Mm -hmm. And then they won't even hit a golf ball. I am so ecstatic when more and more, like we're talking dozens of people now, which is no joke. They'll walk in, youngie, how are you? They'll go to the gym floor, they'll get neutral pelvis and they'll sit there for 10 minutes. Yeah. And that makes me so happy that they're starting to realize that the art of controlling face to path, coming from the inside draw, coming from the outside fade, is actually created with physiology and movement. Yeah, it's really interesting. And yeah, I think you do a really good job of telling people about this and lessons. And I think you do it all day and tell people this and a lot of times right over their head. But like in relative terms, your thoracic spine in the, the face of it's the, the club, upper part of your back. Yeah, is like one in the same yep, in a lot of ways. And I think when a lot of people get that connection and they realize, okay, when I turn flat and open the face up, it's because you stopped using thoracic spine. So when you set up to the ball, what, what Sean's so correctly saying is if the club face leading edge is parallel to your spine, the longer we can keep the club face parallel to the spine, the less face orientation mm -hmm. is changing. Yeah. So someone like a Steve Stricker, who had very little hinge, i.e. hand motion, hits it dead straight all day long. Yeah. Now, he's never going to be the longest player because wrist hinge creates lag or mm -hmm. affects a greater acute angle. That acute angle between the lead arm and the club is speed, potential yeah. speed. Yeah. Now, Stricker's never going to have a lot of potential speed, but by golly, he's going to hit it straight all day. Yeah. And I think a lot of golf fans and customers and 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 um, and and lovers of the game, they watch one golfer winning in a golf tournament, and they watch that one golfer winning week in and week out. What I would love the guys to do is actually watch one golfer for a season. Yeah. And I just made note of this and and God bless the young chap, um, Nick Dunlap. Nick yeah. had seven over, I think, this week. Okay. Right? So what I what I would love guys to do and girls to do is to understand that you guys have been conditioned to watch the top ten each week. Yeah. Rather than that, because it gives you an unrealistic expectation of how good these guys are. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. awesome. Yeah. But they're not awesome. Not every, every round. Nick's every just week, shot yeah. seven over for two for two rounds of yeah. pebble. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, in any big sport, we were talking about NFL earlier, like pick a team, follow them. Yeah. So pick a golfer. 
you know, maybe you like their swing, maybe you like how they play. And, and actually, and actually every week, look at them, week even in, if you don't out. see them on the TV because they're at the bottom of the leaderboard, like, yeah, key into to what they're doing. And it will, you know, get you realizing the roller coaster that golf is. It is, is a ro- roller coaster. I mean, the amount of times that SJ and I are in here and some guy will be walking in, we're slowly getting all the golfers in here to change their pattern. They now warm up. They now hit lots of eight irons and nine irons. But then they'll pull out driver and they'll get annoyed that they're not hitting a perfect little butter draw. I'm like, dude, take the rhetoric down. <laughs> yeah. The best in the business don't control ball flight with driver all day long. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're like, I want to hit a 280 butter draw four yards. I'm like, well, you may as well go play tiddlywinks, dude, because yeah. you're not doing it. Set yourself up for a little bit of disappointment out on course. Yeah. So just, well, just keep it real, right? Just keep it real. So if you watch, Watch Nick Dunlop. Watch him for the next 10 weeks. Yeah. And you'll see that he gets tired and you see that his emotions fluctuate. And you, you'll see he's had a shit week and then he's going to play poor golf. And I hope whoever's in Nick's corner has said, mate, you're about to – and I'm sure he's played because he's won the NCAAs. Yeah. He's, he's a gun. He's a yeah. professional before he turned professional. Uh, I just hope that they said, mate, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. You're going to be up the top at one day and you're going to be down the bottom the next day, which yep. tie this back to – kind of our, our main guys here. I, I also hope that you guys watch someone like a Dustin get mm-hmm. back to a little bit of technique. Dustin, because his club face is closed, watch the rule of golf, face less than path. Because Dustin's club face is closed, all he's got to do is turn his hips and he's going to control ball flight. Yeah. So this is where someone having a little understanding of technique, if you compare people like the two polar, polar opposites, Dustin Johnson, whose face is shut, and then uh, Justin Thomas, mm-hmm. whose face is dead open, they're yeah. two 90 degrees mathematical differences. Unfortunately, when your face is open, Justin has to then lay it off to close it. And that's just inconsistent. Whereas mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson just has to turn. Yeah. So someone like Dustin Johnson is going to be so much more consistent than Justin Thomas because of the math. Yeah. And so what we try to do in here, which is we're trying to give ownership back to everyone's golf games is, Understand that the mathematics absolutely predetermines your enjoyment. And then we try to say, what's your math? Now let's create a fill for that math. Yeah. But just watch a golfer, right? Let's bring it back to watch a golfer, the same golfer for 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And you'll see, like Mr. Dunlop, that it's going to be a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. It puts things in perspective. Puts a bit. things but in But it's so easy to just watch the top 10 of the leaderboard or whatever they give you on the TV. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But another sidebar here, completely unrelated, but something that just sparked into my mind in terms of watching golfers is someone we haven't seen in like 12 years is maybe coming back. So old Anthony Kim. Yeah. Um, okay. We love it. I don't think anything's back. officially confirmed, but it sounds like he may be playing for Liv um, as an independent golfer. So not on one of the teams in the March 1st event. Interesting. Um, SJ in, hot off Jeddah, the press. Saudi Arabia. But I just remember back in the day, you know, his white belt and he had a couple just unbelievable performances. Yeah. I think On there's radio? been whispers of it. I think nothing's official. So I've just seen a few articles about yeah. it. But uh, supposedly he's been in talks with PGA and Liv. Yeah. And it sounds like he's going to be in the March 1st in, in Saudi Arabia. He'll play for Liv. Oh, that's awesome. We yeah. love a bit of AK. But you have to wonder, 12 years off, you know, say you ended 12 years later you go back to an event what's that like for you yeah crazy i i mean we obviously i'd love to throw my hat into a senior's ring i've, I've got another 16 18 months before i can do that uh i've got a lot of uh my knees would would my knees would struggle doing four days i think because it gets so swollen until mm-hmm. i get a new one 
AK just draws on what he used to play. I would like to think that he can slip straight in. I know that sounds weird, yeah, yeah. but he's got so many, I, I don't know Anthony, but he's got so many positive, positive memories. Mm-hmm. As long as he's hitting balls, which I gather he is, yeah. there's nothing to suggest that he can't just slip straight in and off he goes. Interesting. Oh, well, I hope so. That'd be so awesome. 54 holes with AK. Blast from that's, the past. Yeah. So, who, so then someone must get kicked out. I noticed that Brooks's brother hasn't been playing, so he's outside that top 54. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember seeing, I don't know exactly how they say this, the lost his live card or, yeah. or membership, whatever Well, yeah, he's still there, but he just doesn't play every event. Yeah, so maybe he gets limited access. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how it would work for, I just saw he would be coming in as an independent golfer, so not on any said team. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, and I understand what Norman's trying to do, but I'm not sold on the team aspect yeah. yet. I just... Golfers are inherently selfish. We have to be because you spend eight hours on your own practicing. Mm-hmm. It's not a team-driven sport. Yeah. And so I think Liv have to do a better job of selling the teams. And unfortunately, I can't see that happening because people are inherent golfers, tour players, are inherently selfish because it's a selfish sport. Mm-hmm. So I think they have to rethink that teams thing uh, and sell it to the customer better. Yeah. I just don't believe that Patrick Reed really cares about his team. I don't know, Patrick. Maybe he does. Yeah. But a $4 million first prize purse is pretty insane. Yeah. I'd yeah, like $4 nuts. million. Dollars. Yeah. What would you do with $4 million? Oh, my goodness. I mean, immediately I'm, I'm thinking a handful of different things. But uh, I really miss having a car in New York City. Yeah, but it nice. is so inconvenient. It doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of times. So yeah. that's the first thing that popped into my mind. Nice. Well, we've got the boat parked out. We actually usually park in a parking garage, but uh, we park the boat out front. I mean, we've got 18 feet just sucking up a parking meter right now. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> plus fuel, plus this, and plus take that. take up two spots for that And one. then big news, dude. NFL, Super, Super yeah, Bowl yeah, this, Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday. Super Bowl. Who are you going for? And you I have Chiefs not been and- clued into Super Bowl or NFL at all this year for the most part. But Chiefs are, have always been in the same conference as the Denver Broncos, which is where I'm from and my yeah. team. So I've never been Broncos big fans the playoffs, of them. No? Hmm? Broncos made the playoffs? No, they're pretty tragic this uh. year. Um, so I've always just historically rooted against the Chiefs. So I will follow suit and wow. um, I'll so be going for the other that's side. That's big news, ladies and gentlemen, because the <laughs> boss over there is yeah. grew up in Missouri. And is a Kansas City diehard. We're going to go against you. We're going to go a little yeah. bit of uh, a bit of KC. We'll, we'll have here. to place a bet on it, and, and we'll see who comes out. So on let's top. let's do it. Let's do a dinner. Let's do <laughs> okay, a dinner deal. out for the for the for the spouses. Yep. Uh, and if we if case sorry when yeah okay. Mahomes just goes ballistic because he's just a genius, <laughs> and we win, then we go to Nobu. Is that where we go? No Ooh. blue. Love it. That's a big one. All and right. if we lose, then Maccas is only two blocks down the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not it. sure about the scales even in out here. So listen, <laughs> good luck to all the guys playing. We've got one of our, our members who's an ophthalmic surgeon. His nephew is that uh, is is an NFL player. We won't mention his name. And, and I'm always talking to Arkady saying, how's your nephew? Is he injury free? And mm-hmm. he played another year injury free, which is just terrific. So look, I just hope they get through. No one gets injured. Yeah, and it's a good game. It's in um, uh, Vegas, right? Yeah. So weather should be good. Yeah, yeah, it should be really nice and uh, neutral ground. So yeah, so cool. good luck for the NFL this week. And and listen to all our international followers. Jimmy Swan is a dear mate of mine from school. 
uh, Swanee runs Enfield motorcycles in Sydney. Oh, awesome. So anyone who wants an Enfield in Sydney, I used to ride Kawasaki ZX seven R. So I'm a motorbike nut. I always wanted to buy a 1960 Harley police bike. Oh wow! But but I'd like value my legs. Uh, in, yeah. in New York City, the roads aren't very good. But Swanee, thank you so much for listening, and to all our international. Yeah, I think followers, we've got a people listening from about 12 different countries now so thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate the support you know any any way you can subscribe and follow us on our social media as well as spotify and and we're we're gonna keep chatting every week yeah talk honest about what we feel is an honest portrayal of the golf industry and all the current events and who's winning and who's not and and obviously your physiology and i'm x2 a player and i think people continue getting better yeah we um, want you to own your swing this is the whole idea of swing excuse the pun and the podcast is so you guys can own your swing and go out there and shoot 75 and you will realize that it's not that hard to shoot 75 59 don't think i've got that in the bag yeah that's that's a big ask but 75 hey maybe yes beauty golfers look thanks for listening to pivot the path and remember your on-course enjoyment starts with the work you put into your entire game so you can absolutely own your swing so keep moving, keep playing. Yeah, anyone getting out there this weekend in New York City, enjoy it. Hit them well. Hit them long, hit them strong. Yeah, exactly. And go well. the Chiefs. Yeah, ah, I disagree. But see you next week. We'll report back on that one. <laughs>